So hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the People Passion and Purpose podcast. Uh, this is season 2 episode 3 of uh, bringing you interesting amazing authentic voices from all across the world. So here is uh, another such interesting person uh, a doctor by profession um, and like he said an indian by uh, heart and also a bangalorean uh, by uh, by choice um, so introducing uh, the sketching doctor so at least that's what i i, I have saved him as uh, so uh, dr shriram nathan here with me and with us today with uh, to share his story of uh, how he continues to uh, balance so many things that he's passionate about uh, so i just want to uh, put the spotlight on you uh, dr shriram so Uh, welcome to the podcast and uh, it's really nice to have uh, your first doctor in the podcast so thank you <laughs> actually uh, thank you so much uh, my name is dr shriram sunil uh, mr sunil is actually a very passionate person and uh, his passion is what drives uh, him and everybody else and the way he is passionate about his work his poetry his blogging his sketching and the way he reaches out to society it's like i am very inspired by him and me being a part of his uh, podcast is a great opportunity for me actually dr sun I mean, mr sunil even knows uh, my senior like dr deepak aldipurandal is a close friend of him uh, in- instead of him he has chosen a smaller person like me <laughs> so in that way i am actually quite honored so maybe it is like a preview for his larger things which are going to come eh? so you have a preview and the trailer and then the big picture is a big picture that's how it is So hello everyone I am Dr Shreeram um, Dr Shreeram Nathan is my full name like uh, Sunil said I am a Indian by at heart and I have been settled in Bangalore for a long time and uttirudu bellirudu ella Bangalore so um, basically my father is a army officer and mm-hmm. that's why we have gone all over the country there is hardly any state or region uh, where army is not situated in country where we have not gone so we have gone to almost all the places in in the country that i can tell you and that's why in uh, army we have uh, something called kendriya vidyalaya that's mm-hmm. where we always read and there the medium of conversation is hindi whatever it is whether you are in uh, assam or whether you are in kolkata or whether you are in bangalore the medium of communication is hindi so everybody is hindi <laughs> there is no other way of communicating with people you speak in hindi all the time and uh, Uh, of course many people they have accents and everything but we try to understand and we always we have never felt that ki there is another person who speaks little different or who's from another place we till i was in 12th standard i can tell you honestly i don't know what the other person's religion is i don't know what the other person's caste is i don't know which country which part of bangalore or which part of india is coming from till 12th the most harmonious place which you can find is a kendriya vidyalaya or a kendriya vidyalaya run school you will not have any differentiation you will not even think beyond boundaries that's how it is <laughs> that's, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. that's amazing that's <laughs> amazing okay once you go to college then it's <laughs> that's how it is so so after my 12th i went to a college called calicut medical college so it's a it's a, it's in northern part of kerala and that's when i understood what is politics what is different different uh, you know parties and political affiliation and all those things so that is when we completely got spoiled <laughs> i can tell you 
So under under merit only we went through MBBS, and during that time I had gone through NDA. I mean uh, the um, uh, army medical corps also. But then my dad, who is an army officer, he told me you will not be fit for army. You are too. <laughs> <laughs> you are not fit for army for now. You are thinking too much. You should go for civil college only. And then I went joined MBBS under merit. That was a very glorious five years. Then came back to Bangalore. Where I did my post graduation in ENT, mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be doing that in Bangalore because that's where I met my future wife also. She is also ENT oh. doctor only. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. So she is a junior. She is a junior in uh, in college, senior at home, of course. But <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> and then I did my uh, another specialization in ENT only in uh, Chennai. There's a hospital called KKR ENT Hospital. That's in Kilpock. It's one of mm-hmm. the best ENT hospitals in the country. Then I came back to Bangalore, uh, where I joined Narana Hridayalaya. Everybody knows Narana Hridayalaya. Oh, beautiful, yeah. Yeah, we were under Dr. Devi Shetty. So one of the branches, Whitefield, I was managing. And then once it shifted, I moved on to Manipal. Presently, I'm in uh, my uh, Kuwait. So this are, this was a recent shift. Uh, during the COVID time, we understood the everything. You cannot, you know, believe on. Uh, uh, you should have some nest. That's how it is. You know, whatever it is, you should have some savings. After COVID, we understood that, or during COVID, we understood that. So this is a temporary move. I would never leave my country. I'm always a true Indian at heart. I'm very patriotic. That's why I always wanted to join army. And even after MBBS, also I wanted to join army. Again, my dad told no, army is not for you. So that's how it is. For me, for me, country is like number one. So this is only a temporary move. I'll be back to Bangalore very soon. Because for me, everywhere I go, I'm an Indian only. So this was my short summary of what I do and what I am. I'm an ENT surgeon, by the way. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, really, really interesting. Uh, you said your your dad's uh, dad's in the army and uh, yeah. in KV. Uh, so how was it uh, growing up? Uh, where where all did you go? And so uh, the problem with army is uh, the moment you make a very good friend. Within uh, two or three months, you have to, you know, forget that friend and go to another place, make a new friend. It's like restart. You have, it's like a fast, you know, first person shooter game you are playing. The moment you are getting one life, tapak, another life is gone. <laughs> then you have to restart. So, uh, I, I like I told you, I've gone to Bangalore, Assam, Arunachal Pradesh. We have gone to Kashmir. We were in places where now Pakistan is situated. There's a place called Poon Sector. That's where mm-hmm. my dad used to be. That's his first posting, Srinagar, Poonch sector, Rajori. They're all now under control of Pakistan. So there are so many sectors which are in Pakistan territories. There are so many sectors in uh, Arunachal Pradesh, like Bomdila, like Tawang. There are so many boundaries which are now under Chinese control. So we were we were in places so sensitive. And then mm. through this other side, we have gone to Rajasthan. There's a place called Kota, which is very famous now because of the uh, classes and but at that time Kota was only because of army presence. There was mm-hmm. army in Kota, and then that's where we used to be. So all over the country, I can say for sure, most of the parts of the country at least. <laughs> so how is it yeah. in your schooling? So were you uh, the one that was always uh, in in the first? <laughs> yeah. How is it? So till uh, basically, I have an elder brother. So mm-hmm. my elder brother is two years elder to me. His name is Rakesh. He's an engineer actually. So uh, when you have an elder brother, you tend to learn from whatever he uh, <laughs> does do or not do. You know, it's like a trial. First is the trial run. 
second is the actual run <laughs> that so is lucky true. to have yeah so i was lucky to have an elder brother who used to uh, guide me in everything in uh, what to do what to study and everything so my brother was not a topper in his class but he was a hard working guy so i was guided by him because of that and at least initially i would say because of that only i have become a topper in most of the classes that's how it is later on when i understood ki people like it when i am a topper or when my parents like me more when i am a topper <laughs> it was like a you know uh, interest for me to excel in the studies at least because as mm-hmm. as you can see i am not a very great sports person uh, sports are something which are very far from me although i was very interested in cricket i am a good wicket keeper actually <clears throat> but and and table tennis player but unfortunately sports are something which are very competitive in kv so if you have to excel you have to find out what you are good in so mm-hmm. studies was something which i was better i can say not not good better or little above mm-hmm. average and then little more hard work i think you can manage so i was a topper from 9th 9th 10th 11th 12th 12th also i have got about 292 percentage in my 12th cbsc i was in the top 8 in the country so oh, wow it was it was <laughs> so <how> many <clears throat> so i've got a good guest uh, to ask lot of <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. so what was uh, what is one thing that you enjoyed about moving around all across the country a uh, different different people different different culture uh, different uh, you know experience you can always say oh yeah you know there will be some uh, story in the news saying that there was something happened in kota then i say oh i've been there then then some person will say there was some chinese incursion in arunachal pradesh then i'll say no i've been there also then they will say one pakistan uh, you know there was a bomb blast in punch sector i say yeah i've been there also so it's like you know you know most of the part of the country you know what is happening you know you know their culture you know the different traditions we have in army we have uh, for any function there always be a pandit there will always be a molvi there'll be a father and there'll be a sikh uh, you know a sikh guru so there will be everybody will be doing one one uh, you know prayer and then only start the function so it's like sarvadharma so mm. we respect all religion we respect everybody every culture so it's like harmony harmony as what i have learned from army but what i have learned is unfortunately you cannot stick on to one friend and that's how it is because <laughs> you go and change as the one thing yeah, the, the other way around is your friends everywhere <laughs> yes that's <laughs> that's one great thing of looking now because of initially because of orkut and now because of facebook i have got in touch with those friends so i have got friends all over the country now so it's like amazing really nice <laughs> it, it's a beautiful experience uh, i think uh, if at all i had to move schools I, i i would also have been you know like why am i moving uh, yeah being in different places at at, uh, at all times is is uh, not possible so you, wherever you are i think if you're able to make a network i think it will help you in, in the long run uh, sure so so uh, you know i think both of us met on a very interesting uh, note so uh, yes. i subscribed to uh, poetry for purpose season 1 and that yes. true, true. Uh, we got in touch and then after that i've been really fascinated by i think the volume of uh, ideas that come through on your uh, sketches so absolutely uh, you know before i actually get into the sketches and uh, what what led me here to you know have you on the podcast how do you know so many things <laughs> <laughs> so 
and that's a, a in this era of information technology google is like in your hand tips so basically i i am a i just love to read i i, I just love it's like if you give me a if you give me a book and then you tell me okay do whatever you want i'm done i, I just need a book any book it doesn't have to be anything non interesting also doesn't matter for me i just love reading so whatever sketching i'm doing it's like a part of what i read that particular day so i'll be anyway uh, now since audiobook has come that has really revolutionized mm-hmm. my you know life so basically previously when i used to go to my hospital in the car uh, i used to listen to music and then traffic jam the same music over and over again now what i do is i link it to my audiobook and then mm-hmm. i can finish one book in a series book traffic jam you know <laughs> that's how it is <laughs> so oh, yes. previously for me if there is a traffic jam i'll be like feeling so bad now when i get stuck in a traffic jam I'm like oh my god yes i can finish this book today i feel like that <laughs> so i listen to the book whatever i learn uh, most of the time i have google uh, google keep that's my most favorite app actually so whatever i immediately find something interesting i just make it a point <clears throat> and then after i do my sketch my my rough estimate is i should not spend more than half an hour on my sketch that's how it is mm-hmm. so initially i should spend a lot of time now i finish in less than 5 10 minutes that's how it is most of the time and then the block takes about hardly about 2 minutes because i have already understood what i want to talk about it's just an extension of that search online get more details see your verification of course you cannot just write everything from memory you have to see that it is correct or not verifiable because you are a doctor you cannot just tell nonsense that's how it is you know no <laughs> philosophy here <laughs> so i search online on a particular topic which i found it interesting on a book that day and then elaborate on it most of the time what i remember from the book itself i just write it with my modifications and then uh, i love this something called jeopardy you know uh, you you have a very random blog and then the sketch which you are drawing is a very completely different thing you know it yeah. has got no relation to so i just love uh, giving a link to this sketch and that person you know it's like it's completely people think what are you you are talking about uh, some polarization and you are drawing the sketch of some antabachan <laughs> you know so I, i i love that diversity here so that that really makes me thrill you know especially when this person what you are drawing and this what you are writing about has got no link whatsoever i just love linking them <laughs> that's that's what drives me <laughs> yeah i think it, it it's it's also been a fascinating uh, thing to read uh, so for all listeners and viewers uh, so what dr shriram does is that uh, every day i think for the last one year if i remember so more than three yeah more than so he's been uh, sharing on his uh, whatsapp status that's where i see it Uh, a sketch and and a text about uh, what uh, you know text generally describes uh, the jeopardy that he's saying a lot of information and then somehow it links it back to uh, this i i've had a series of uh, i think uh, you know freedom fighters that that i've absolutely not known at all and then they're from different parts of the country uh, it was it is uh, i may not remember everything but i think just reading about it first first thing in the day is a real good start to uh, you know how the day is moving yes so basically not only you sometimes even i forget i have written this <laughs> because you are so varied yeah. but uh, it really inspires me suddenly i remember there is a freedom fighter whom we know so we know the standard freedom fighters 
but then when i research for the freedom fighters so early morning i get up go to my hospital after i see couple of patients then i research what i am going to sketch that particular day so if it's a freedom fighter i know there are so many freedom fighters we know you know we know the great top i don't even want to say anything but we know the top 10 top 15 but there are so many of them which whom we don't know and they have done so much work actually Absolutely. especially if you go to these pl- these places like manipur or mizoram they have done so much work so unless you know we remember them or recognize them they will never get they do of course i'm just doing a short small part on it so i have a series i do freedom fighter series or a state series or if the world cup is going on then i'll do world cup series so that's how it is so it it really keeps me in the loop you should be latest also no yeah absolutely but but i think it it's uh, fascinating again i think i have been keep keep using that word like how do you manage uh, you know i like you, i think you previously said offline that you on an easy average see around 50 to 60 patients a day uh, yeah how do you keep yourself uh, going to actually come back write the sketch to this put it on your- <laughs> sure so that that's a very interesting thing actually i uh, uh, after i mean during the opd i cannot do anything of course mm-hmm. so get some interesting case i sometimes even discuss that in the blog but then when i'm doing the opd i'm doing only opd once i come home i have my dinner so i have made it a point that being healthy is that when you have your dinner after you have your dinner you should not immediately lie down and that's one thing mm-hmm. because then you'll get tummy and all those things previously i used to exercise since i am in kuwait right now i don't want to exercise alone so what i do is during that half an hour 45 minutes where i have to you know not sleep that is the time when i finish off everything uh, i write my uh, book reviews i write my mini blogs i do my sketches and then it really you know i don't have to sleep so just like i told you previously it used to take long enough time now it just takes half an hour if you can't have half an hour for your own interest in a day that means there's something wrong you know <laughs> time management skill has to be really looked into mm. at least half an hour only for you you don't get disturbed by anybody else in the world that's only for you in that half an hour you do whatever you want that's how it is so that's what keeps me going <laughs> so when when did this love for sketching uh, sharing this mini blogs come into play ah uh, so um, basically it started uh, about couple of years back uh i uh, i used to think i can draw well then i that was a misconception i understood that later on <laughs> when i started so i i uh, thought i can draw well then i draw the i sketched the uh, sketch of my daughter and my wife actually and then what i drew new uh, look nothing like them in, even in uh, any <laughs> any quarter and then uh you know when you see that for me i have i don't i have not hidden anything from anybody even if i draw the worst sketch in the world i've done that so many times actually especially last one and a half years back so even if it is the worst sketch in the world i'll put it online for me it is like even people say ki what is this it looks like a monkey or it looks like you know what is this? it doesn't look like a nose also it doesn't look like eyes those but those things they really drive me you know for me ki you know Uh, those critics uh, critical comments they really push me to make myself better because practice is what it is even in surgeon even in surgery you will never go and do a first surgery proper my first surgery i remember tonsillectomy i did i did on one side was bleeding so badly patient was uh, having so much of discomfort it was the tissues were up and down and all those things you never forget your first surgery but then subsequently you understand what all mistakes you did and then now now uh, in the same way like surgery only like sketches how you increase the uh, speed you can reduce the time that's how it is so slowly slowly by practice and then i found out ki 
my natural talent actually is writing i can write well mm-hmm. right? my natural talent is not drawing i'm not a good sketch artist that is only by practice that i have understood very well but if i practice i do good sketch so that is easy for me so i thought ki when my sketch is bad at least people look at the blog and when the blog <laughs> and you know that's like a it's like a item song in your movie you know even if the movie is bad at least you can go and watch the item song and come <laughs> so because i know my blogs will be okay people will like it they will read mm-hmm. it okay and most of the time the people tell me that only okay your blog was good but your sketch could be better so now it is a fight between people telling mm-hmm. me your okay your sketch is very good but i didn't understand your blog that's how it is now <laughs> so that's the you know item number and thing uh, that's how it yeah. <laughs> but when you like when did blogging start a uh, blogging i've been doing for past so many years actually uh, i think about 5 10 years uh, especially when this uh, early blogs came to india we been at that time there was only blog space or the older ones which were there so i would i would say it was uh, i mean i anyway used to write whatever i had to write but blogging maybe about 10 years before that mm-hmm. uh, I, i've been writing uh, only in my hand but the typing and blogging maybe 10 years especially when it came into india and blog, uh, you know in a big scale then wordpress really pushed me into public public publicizing my blogs and everything so i've done maybe about 200 uh, wordpress blogs so oh, fantastic you get a so those are the proper blogs not the mini blogs which i do every day mm-hmm. that will be about Uh, close to uh, about 500 600 now but the proper wow. blogs yeah the big ones which i have done that is about 200 so that's i got a certificate from them also oh, brilliant <laughs> that's <what they're> <laughs> yeah that's crazy so uh, again uh, how, how what, what's the secret to managing time ha <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> so that's that's one thing uh, one i have understood that if you don't love your job you will never uh, you know do a good job that's how it is mm-hmm. if you don't love your job that's the main uh, issue in your problems in your life you know that's when you are thinking too much you are you have a lot of other uh, distractions that's how it is i have only one addiction that is electronics i love buying electronics stuff especially mm-hmm. if it has got a bluetooth something with bluetooth and then you know I, I, apart from that i don't have any addiction unfortunately so since now here i'm alone and most of the time that's what it is so i have very specific time periods you have opd time then you have time for uh, sketching you have time for blogging then you have time for like i told you audiobook has really revolutionized my time previously i used to spend that 3 hours coming back from work and reading the book now i don't have to do it because when i'm going to work or coming from work i've already finished my book so i've got a like, lot of time left mm-hmm. although i am a bachelor now because my kids and family are not at camp but even when i was uh, in bangalore also uh, my time was in the night so i sleep little late later than normal people i sleep by about 12 o'clock 11:30 12 is not normally my timing so between 10 to 12 2 hours i have solid time i can finish my blogs i can sketch everything and the whole day i have to do other works so 12 to 7 or 6:30 is my time to sleep 6 and 1/2 7 hours of a good sleep i'm done that's all and then at that time in bangalore i used to uh, you know do a lot of exercises and yoga i am a good skater also i do uh, inline skating and uh, mm-hmm. i do wave boarding also to teach my daughter that's how it is so i am actually uh, you know uh, trying to manage that's how it is there are many people who do much better work actually i would tell even sunil does very good time in managing time you know <laughs> he will tell me okay this is how it is and it's really nice 
So it it just it just takes little more effort from your side. That's all. Hmm. And like consistency is something that I've actually admired about. Yes. 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 What That's, you do. That right? is what. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm very. I'm. I'm like. I'm like that leech. You know, you will not let go. You know, I have to <laughs> hold on to something. Yeah. And and sometimes I try to find fun in things like I. Uh, you know, uh, I'll ask a patient, uh, "What do you do? Uh, what is your work, and what do you do?" The patient asks me, "Who me?" Mm. And then I'll tell him, "Yeah, of course you. I know what I do. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm asking you how many." <laughs> then another time. another time after everything the patient had all the doubts have finished everything he had nothing else to ask then he asked me suddenly ki doctor this tablet yeah do i take it after i go to sleep or before i go to sleep <laughs> i told him and take it after you go to sleep you please record it and show it to me <laughs> okay then another time Uh, especially people who speak a lot in their work like mothers or teachers and everything so i tell them ki please don't shout <laughs> because anyway if you shout your students and kids are not listening to you they will anyway not listen to you so don't waste your time shouting at them so that that's how it is so i get all these fun things you know once i told a patient i asked the patient so how many years you have pain and the patient is saying 2 years I said for past two years you got pain. That will be so severe, no? And then she said, no, 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 right ear and left ear. <laughs> so, all these you know things also keep me activated. I've actually removed so many foreign bodies from the ear. So mm-hmm. I have removed five live cockroaches from ears. That's okay. fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Totally, I've removed uh, close to about two thousand uh, foreign bodies. All photo documented. But this, this, you know, all these things keep you interesting. So life is interesting <laughs> in that way. <laughs> so what else uh, is is in that list of things that you uh... Uh, yeah so uh, another thing is when patient comes and tells me ki uh, i cannot hear properly especially mm-hmm. if it is a husband i'll tell ki you can't hear properly if the wife calls or you can't hear properly when nobody else calls <laughs> <laughs> then no 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 sir i can't hear properly even otherwise also that's how it is and then another thing was uh, i had a patient uh, he came uh, in a very old dress and i felt that he, he it's a very old dress and uh, uh, you know he was chewing pan and everything and uh, um, he asked for uh, he, i mean he was looking little not very affluent hello i am i i think my video is playing up so you can continue yeah yeah so i i was thinking he's not very affluent so i said okay fine i will give at that time i was a junior only i will give him some reduction in the surgery and everything so i gave him very nice reduction i was very happy i was saying oh my god i have the poor person there so when he finished his surgery is going down then he is telling doctor you want me to drop you i said what this poor person will drop me in his cycle or by car <laughs> then, uh, then no no sir it's okay how will he drop me i said no i got my car then i saw him call his driver he is coming in a bmw <laughs> and picking him up going <laughs> tell i am feeling happy for giving him some reduction in the money <laughs> so got this thing so many things it happened you know then then you remember and these are the things which are on top of the head of course i remember so many then <clears throat> it happens <laughs> so uh, now how uh, like uh, you, know, you, you get people from all walks of life walking to your uh, yes. office yes uh, definitely it's groups very interesting uh, you know stories yes. that they have been coming here like cockroaches is yes. that i never <laughs> so that's how it is so every walk of life if it is a poor person rich person there will be some person who will come and tell ki doctor i want to do this test 
So I will try to convince him, don't do the test. It's not required for you. And for some people, when they come and tell, you know, I don't want to do the test. I have to convince them that they have to do the test. You know, so it depends on, you know, person mindset and everything. Some people, if I don't do the test and give medicine, they'll tell me, all right, you have not done any blood test and then you're giving medicine. How do you know what this is? For some people, I'll give, uh, I'll do test and then medicine. They say, all right, anyway, you are going to do, give this medicine only, why you have to go for the test? <laughs> it depends on, you know, you have to decide which particular person wants test, which particular person needs test. In compulsory, you ha- medication has to be given. If a couple of things you need to do the test, I'm very strict on that. No, we have to do it if it is bacterial infection and stuff like that. So that is what is experience I feel. You know, it's not, it's not uh, my senior issue tell me. Experience is not knowing how to do a surgery. Mm-hmm. Experience is not knowing when not to do a surgery. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Bangalore, it's knowing when not to cross and when, when yes. to cross. <laughs> true, that's true. Amazing. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, a cartoon. <laughs> uh, so, Dr. Sriram, I think, uh, you know, considering that we're talking to an artist who, who's good at sketching, uh, my video is acting up and getting into, you know. <laughs> Uh, so you, you said you have a few more stories. Uh... Couple more, maybe. <clears throat> so uh, uh, at that time, I used to wear a mask, no? So I, I met a patient. At that time, uh, that I think that was in Chennai, uh, where I used, even otherwise, even before Corona time, I used to wear a mask. Uh, before Corona, this is. And I used to go to many clinics, actually. And then, uh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. So uh, I went to one clinic and... Uh, I'm examining a patient and I remembered, I, I think I saw this patient before. I'm not very sure. That patient is telling me, and, and doctor, yesterday I saw one doctor. That person did not see me properly only. His medicines are not working only. And uh, he did not see my ear properly. I got ear pain. Then I realized that person whom he's talking about is me only. <laughs> he's talking about me. <laughs> he didn't recognize me because I was wearing mask. Yeah. That. So, so then I understood, okay. Now, this person has these complaints, you know, I did not see his ear properly and I did not give him this particular painkiller. So I did that. I, I saw his ear. I took extra time to see his ears. Then I <clears throat> took extra time to give him painkiller and then he was very happy. But then that person did not realize that it is the same doctor he is seeing after <laughs> one day. <laughs> Only thing is different hospital. <laughs> Another time I asked a patient, <clears throat> he's always getting throat irritation and he was allergic to cold actually. So he was always getting mm-hmm. throat irritation. Now cold does not cause allergy. It is only a trigger. Okay. So mm-hmm. I tell patients whenever they have throat infection, avoid cold. Okay. So I told him don't have warm water only. I Whenever he used to come and meet me, I used to tell him have warm water only. Okay. And then uh, even then he's going on getting the throat irritation. I asked him, are you taking only warm water? He said, yeah, I'm taking only warm water. I'm not taking anything. Only warm water. Even then I'm getting uh, cold you know, getting throat irritation. Uh, I don't think the medicine is working. So many things. So I asked him, what did he have for dinner yesterday? And he said, he had rice and Pepsi. <laughs> so, so I should tell him, not only water being warm, everything else should be warm only. <laughs> so, so, you know, instructions are very important. <laughs> oh, most definitely. I think instructions are very important. Uh, and instructions have to be in the right order. Uh, and... Oh. Uh, especially when I go to grocery, I, I, if I don't have my phone with me, with that has all details of what is required, <laughs> where, 
where need that needs to be brought i think it is it is mandatory and uh, off offside note uh, i was i was actually fascinated by how people remembered phone numbers how people remember ah. oh uh, yes correct correct uh, the roots home uh, now everybody is on the phone i think mm. there was a time when people remembered everything uh, yeah my mom was very good in remembering numbers like that her phone numbers and all especially in uh, you know other people phone number how she used to remember was amazing actually i don't think we people will have that unless you are some child prodigy or a math, <laughs> math, mathematics this you will not remember those numbers now absolutely no way sometimes you will not remember your number also <laughs> that will also happen so many times you know <clears throat> because if when somebody asks my number i will tell you, it's okay i will send you by whatsapp that's easier because mm-hmm. one or two numbers you can miss it out that's how it is <laughs> it's easier to copy and paste i've seen mm-hmm. that so many times <laughs> yeah but uh, you know you you you'd mentioned after deepak uh, prior and uh, mm-hmm. like yeah. I, uh, with regards to him i think he remembers i think it is generally with every doctor but he remembers everything crystal clear so well so beautiful yes, yes. <clears throat> um, that's deepak something that is fascinating many doctors here he says he says in a doctor and he supports other doctors very well and he's got his whole team you know they take care of everything so if you are specialist in particular thing he will give you a particular you know case goal to work on so mm-hmm. he's like our you can tell he's like our mentor for many of the doctors in bangalore is a mentor so, but since i have come from chennai and he is little far away so i have never personally worked with him but i know him very well as a senior and many uh, inaugurated trust well we went to his hospital and mm-hmm. you know i'm a, i'm a, i'm a, a big fan of sir he's really good I'm one of the best doctor actually absolutely an amazing uh, human being as as well so yes and and the best thing about him is whenever you talk to him he'll have a smile on his face you know whatever it is he'll have a smile on his face i, I always feel how we can do that it's very difficult to have that you know so many problems in the house and everything but smile on his face will always be there absolutely always always on uh, i think uh, he, he he and i am usually when i used to go volunteering for the school uh, we used to meet at the metro station and then oh, okay <laughs> he he used to use metro thing pre pre pandemic still use metro to come to trustwell ah yes yes he is like that and he he looks he is fit also no he is quite absolutely <laughs> that, that's the reason i why he is you know using metro you know mm. that's how it is <clears throat> we come to our car, house and use we'll come to our house in car and use the cycle and a treadmill you know <laughs> it's the opposite for him <laughs> he doesn't have to. absolutely yeah. so uh, my you know my subsequent question is what what puts puts you or what pushed you to actually get into you know medicine why ent how was that journey so uh, <clears throat> frankly i tell you every uh, person especially during those days there are only two options for any person who's a army officer son or a, we are tambrams tamil brahmins mm-hmm. you know? so tamil brahmina in in tamil we have ki there only there are only two option you become a doctor or engineer that's how it <laughs> there's no other option <laughs> if you don't get these two you become ias there is the only thing there is nothing else <laughs> but of course Uh, when i was young at about when i was 7 or 8 years old i had gone to chitu one of my uh, uh, villages in that's in kerala <clears throat> and then there's my uh, mama is there he's my distant mama he's a doctor mm-hmm. and the amount of, see uh, the amount of respect he used to get just a bbs doctor 
but he was the only doctor that uh, there the amount of respect he used to get and amount people how whoever he is whether elder or younger how they sit and used to listen to him and he the way he used to talk about anything in the world i used to feel automatically being a doctor you will be knowledgeable it's the yeah. actually opposite <laughs> but the way he used to you know command respect and how people used to like him and the way he used to solve problems that was really inspirational for me after that that was a vacation actually i came back home and then i announced to my mom ki i want to become a doctor whatever it is you know <laughs> i don't know what your plan for me that was when i was in 7th standard actually yeah 7th not 7 years 7th standard and then uh, uh, i told my mom and dad ki this is what i want to do and i want to plan for it right now you know it is not easy then my dad told very clearly i'm not going to give you any money for your private college you have to get it by merit only <laughs> he's a proper army guy you know directly <laughs> i don't have any money for private college if you given merit you will never i will never say no to any books which you want no problem so books <laughs> i never had any problem <laughs> so then i started uh, i was really interested in biology also mm. and then uh, of course through merit only it, it was real hard work there's no doubt on that i'm actually writing a book on that how i became a doctor oh, everything yeah amazing yeah, it's in the draft stages yeah, all, all about 200 pages are done there are three books in pipeline actually they all go for draft stage and after that <laughs> so many things happen <laughs> you know i'm not getting a good uh, uh, closure ending so uh, <laughs> yeah, 10 to 12 hours of work mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, like i told you uh, after about 12 12 standard i got through both the uh, colleges in karnataka kerala and also in, in the army but then kerala was easier for me because that was the first interview i attended i loved it so much mm-hmm. and i will tell you another open thing whenever any kid goes to mbbs everybody wants to be a cardiologist any mbbs guy <laughs> everybody wants to be a heart doctor first year everything changes you find out what you love and ent during my third year mbbs was the only subject where i got the highest in mm-hmm. the whole class we have a class of 200 people and all of them are toppers that's how it is you know <laughs> so to get highest in something is like very difficult i, I used to be in top 10 but at that time they're all toppers you have we have got people who are all in their rank 1 aims rank 1 and all who have joined kerala so kerala is already people are very intelligent you know that how it is you know so in that ent was the only subject which i always used to like and i was the i got the highest marks in that so that was like decided for me <laughs> so i may be the only person in mbbs who would tell ki i want to join ent because unless you like that subject no money is money is not going to make any difference after some time you will not like you will not feel like doing that job so for me early morning it's like you know one thrill ki what new uh, disease i'm going to discover today you know what new things i'm going to discover to you know things i'm actually doing a lot of new research on other things also in ent i'm very much interested in something called giddiness uh, the most common cause of giddiness is called positional vertigo and mm-hmm. then uh, i had independently done a study on uh, vertigo and vitamin d and i've got a good uh, amount of data for it and i'm very much interested in allergy i'm also an allergologist so it all interest <clears throat> if you're not interested if you only think of money then you'll never like your job yeah so, yeah true <laughs> interest and love for your job <clears throat> that's what drives me Yeah, once you're passionate about anything in, in general, I think it it becomes it it becomes your life's goal. Yeah, it needs to be done. Uh, so I am looking forward to your books, uh, and if you need uh, uh, 
so i have recently gone into coaching so just, just oh, okay i know no i i everything that will help you get closer uh, you are going to always reach out <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely uh, so amazing so like yeah you started off on a very interesting note like from army and then you you're, you're a bangalorean by by choice an indian by heart uh, yes. what's been uh, one incident in life that absolutely uh, you know still still makes you get gets you goosebumps goosebumps <clears throat> couple of things actually uh, see uh, for a surgeon the goosebumps you get is when uh, you operate uh, on one ear and the patient after one or two years comes back and tells sir you operated the other ear also you know that's like the best you know uh, the satisfaction what a surgeon can get you you operate this ear and then another ear the same thing for any time you have a good diagnosis there are there are times when <clears throat> there was a patient 6 months this is this is one thing which is very personal to me close to me 6 months one patient had only nose block you know it was a older patient with nose block and he had some block in the ear and everything but then i somehow felt you know this is not this can't be plain nose block you know there was something which was nagging me so then i convinced the patient although he was poor i convinced the patient to go for a scan uh, and i asked the scan center to give reduction and everything and then we found out an early stage of tumor and then he went for radiotherapy and everything and he really recovered and his son came after about two or three months he said ki we have been having nose block for past six months and nobody thought this could be a problem and how you diagnosed and treated and after that <clears throat> whatever problem happens in their family you know and their doctor that's all you know whether it is ent <laughs> or sometimes even for some kidney problem they'll come to me. so those things really you know those are the positive things and uh, one personal thing was when i lost my mom <clears throat> that was mm. two years back that was really uh, like i told you it really shook me uh, you know and that's when i understood uh, that is the only reason why i left my country actually for otherwise for me living my mother and motherland was out of you know the, it it has never happened it has never gone into my head but then when i lost my mother then my dad told me ki say you have taken care of him the only reason why i came back to bangalore was for that to take care of my mom and even if you are if you are a doctor if you can't take care of your mother and then last 10 years when after her first attack i came back and i stayed with her she was with me only she had to go to so many temples i have taken to almost all the temples which she wanted to go except shirdi but most of the temples i have taken her and then after she passed away then my dad told me ki now you know you should take care of your your life you should have some you know investment for the future you should make sure your family does not have any you have taken care of your mother and she was very happy when she passed away my mother passed in the evening after doing her puja prayers while holding a prayer book in her hand oh so uh, she is doing her ganga aarti in the tv she finished the puja she was sitting in front of the temple holding a prayer book in her hand and she passed away that's how it is although i miss her very much but i feel that was one of the most uh, you know this is what she would have wanted is what i feel mm-hmm. so those two those two things really you know when your parents are with you you should take care of them there's no doubt on that and then your responsibilities you should take and that's what i always feel <laughs> uh, yeah. so this is this is quite intense uh, i think i i've also seen uh, uh, you know through your whatsapp statuses uh, you 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 remembering your mom uh, how she yeah. uh, helped you to be who you are uh, all all that's wonderful things and it's always fascinating to also see at least as an individual as somebody uh, like we always go to a doctor when we are in trouble 
and we're looking at doctor as you know somebody who has the solution for everything and that's there but we never actually i think uh, not not many of us have actually thought what goes on you know on a daily basis what's what's the soap opera at home and how they're actually be able to switch off everything is happening on the outside and be there with you as a, as an individual uh, help you with with the diagnosis and all of that there's a lot of negative media that that's there saying you know uh, you you know it uh, you you <laughs> then we've never seen the people who are behind that that name so doctor automatically is is the reverence factor but who they what do they <clears throat> what are their passions uh, it's is never come it never comes to us so we come there if our work is done and then that's it i i i, <laughs> I don't know who the doctor is <laughs> yes <clears throat> but it's just how it is all are human beings only i've always felt that everybody is human being only i have i i always respect everybody but i don't you know i don't put them in the pedestal like a god you know for me god is proper god and my mother and my father of course but for me only they are god apart from that everybody i respect my patients are respect everybody are respect but i don't put them in a pedestal i don't put even the leaders in a pedestal i always have respect for them but i know at the end of it nobody is perfect they are all human beings even doctors everybody is human being only there is nobody who is you know who is a mortal who is god because <laughs> if you start comparing you know sachin is god or you know ronaldo is god it's not they are all mortals but they are great mortals you should have respect for them you should never put them in pedestal that's how it is so the same thing for doctors you should not put them in pedestal they are all human beings only even actually i was i was reading this uh, book called homo sapiens and homo deo by yuval noah harari harare he was talking about uh, in the future where breaking bad news will be done by robots okay so i was thinking ki how a robot can understand the emotions and then break the bad news but then yuval says ki the robot is not affected by what is happening in his home Now the robot is not affected by you know his uh, wife scolding him or his uh, boss scolding him all those things doesn't affect him at all so he can be always consistent in developing the bad news in a very emotional way so all you have to do is find out how to get that emotions right first time after that you can get it done that's how it is so <laughs> maybe in the future <laughs> that's what happen hopefully uh, emotions are the only thing which separates us from machines hopefully <laughs> yeah 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 i think uh... there are there are many movies that have come uh, you know and then every time we have the you know the ai ml debate uh, we are like okay is it really taking away uh, some parts of who we are as as people you know not just jobs but then i think generally uh, when we share our about yeah. and all of that uh, it it's mm-hmm. a thing world that we live in and uh, think uh, you know generally the entire conversation has been absolutely interesting absolutely interesting for me thank uh, you so much and yeah uh, you know in terms of timelines uh, you know uh, it it's been almost 40 plus minutes so i i actually made oh. it 40 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i i i was just thinking ki i am a very normal person I, i would not have more than 10 minutes to say anything <laughs> about my life <laughs> so i'm i'm very happy that uh, sunil contacted me and you know i could reach out and tell you my emotions as a human being only <laughs> and as a normal human being with normal things <laughs> couple of persistent things which i do that's all apart from that perfectly normal i i love being normal that's all it is absolutely so it's, i think it's been a joy it's been a absolute pleasure to host you on the podcast uh, now i close the recording but then i think uh, i still like to chat with you uh, for some more time yeah but definitely it's amazing having you here uh, 
and uh, yeah maybe another episode uh, see you know somewhere along definitely <laughs> definitely definitely we'll do that <clears throat> thank you so much for having and uh, you know and uh, anytime you all can reach out to me also that's i'm always available dia shriram nathan is my name that that's my pen name dia shriram nathan so i'm there in everywhere dia shriram nathan is everywhere at gmail.com hotmail.com so that dia shriram nathan i blogged and kept most of the places <laughs> so if you search for dia shriram nathan in gmail hotmail yahoo uh, redef uh, or facebook everywhere it is there that that link is this that's easy for me to give to my patients sometimes and then <laughs> just remember my name add doctor to it at gmail.com i'm i'm there for you <laughs> easier for me yeah i think i i forgot the main important thing to have <clears throat> you in here it is like how do people find your uh, uh, mini blogs uh, how do they find your blogs yeah so i'm there in facebook uh, i'm there in twitter i'm there in uh, instagram just search for dr shriram nathan you'll get it uh, even uh, even if you go to youtube videos if you just search for shriram nathan ent you will get my videos i've got 92 videos in youtube also Uh, they are all medical videos so they, but they are for you know normal people uh, it's not technical anybody can listen to them i have uh, i've made it as simple as possible you can actually just search for shriram nathan ent and you will get any doubt in ear nose and throat specifically the you know the common doubts common cold tonsillitis everything is there and i've discussed most of it you can actually put in a mail saying if you want more videos i can definitely do that i'll be happy to oblige <laughs> awesome So thank you so much uh, Dr Ram so it was amazing as you should to have you here so maybe the podcast sometime later yeah then we'll definitely do that thank you yeah so until next time with another interesting uh, personality uh, stay tuned yeah thank you <laughs>